Amen, amen. I love Brother Eric, don't you? I tell you, you're going to, you're going to, I don't know where you're ever going to find a man that's more, uh, more passionate about souls than that young man right there. And uh, I love, uh, I love you, uh, Eric, and uh, the call of God that you are fulfilling. That's, that's what it's all about. Boy, I'm glad to be here tonight. Yahoo, Yahoo. Yahoo, Yahoo. Glad I'm not home watching football. <laughs> no way, Jose. Just right where we need to be. Can I hear an amen? Amen, amen. Well, I was going to sing, but I think I'm going to go right to it. The word here. Because uh, we've got two more nights after this. Isn't that great? Now, folks, let's take advantage of it. Amen? Let's take advantage of it. You know, really, you, you get out what you put in. Amen? And uh, be here. Bring people. Uh, because this is a, uh, it's really a prophetic anointing that God uh, uses me in. And uh, prophets confirm they don't confuse. And uh, prophets, what they do is that Paul the Apostle, I like the way he said, he said, we know in part and we prophesy in part, right? Does that make sense? Since you and I will just come down here a little closer, okay? Uh, we know in part and we prophesy in part. So here's the way I look at that because this has been my experience. My experience has been, you know, learning this gifting. And I'm still learning it. Is uh, I get bits and pieces. You know? And... Uh, I pull it out of the heavens and give it to you in the natural. It's like a puzzle. And you put it together. All right? Here's the other thing about the prophetic. In, in my experience, and this is... And by the way, if I tell of experiences tonight, I'm not doing it to boast in me. Trust me, I'm not doing that. Because this is not me. This is only the work of the Holy Spirit. But the reason why I tell of personal experiences is to build your faith. Right? So, the other thing I've learned about the prophetic is that it's poetic. Okay? It's like line upon line. And uh, uh, Pastor Nicole reminded me when we were here <laughs> over 10 years ago at least, uh, called out somebody and, and uh, I forget what it was, but it was something not for sale. And, and uh, uh, said, I said, what is your name? She said, Lori Sale. Well, see, that's the poetic side of the prophetic. It confirms it doesn't confuse. Amen? 
And that's what I enjoy about it. I love this. Now, it's a risk. It's a risk to put yourself out there. But I've been delivered from people, and I don't care what they think anyway. <laughs> you know, and, and if I got a forgiven God. If I miss, God forgives. Right? He's with me, and he's on my side. But I want to share a story with you from the Word of God here for a few moments tonight, okay? And then I want everybody to come down because there's going to be miracles that take place tonight. All right? How many's wanting a move of the Holy Spirit in your life tonight? Okay? So I want to, I want to talk to you what the Holy Spirit taught, taught me, I'm going to teach you tonight what he taught me many years ago about believing, uh, believing the answers for the answers to your prayer. How many has been praying about things? Asking God. Well, I think personally for me, what I'm going to talk to you tonight about is, I think it's, well, I'll say it is for me. It's the most profound understanding from an incident that happened in, in the Bible that is the most important revelation to how to believe God and believe for the answer to your prayer. You know where it's found? It's found in Luke, the first chapter. Now, I don't, even, I don't even need to read it. I'm going to tell you the story. And uh, it's, you can read it, but I, I'd rather t tell it. Because what I'm telling you is what happened from the scripture. This is very familiar. It's about a priest named Zacharias. Okay, so the scripture says that Zacharias was a priest in the temple. All right, so he was on duty this day. I'm telling the story now, okay. He was on duty this day as the, as the priest to burn incense in the temple. And that's what he was doing. Walking around, burning incense. And all of a sudden, there's this great giant angel that appears before him. <laughs> Zacharias becomes afraid. And this angel said, be of good cheer. Don't be afraid, Zacharias. Now, I want you to get this. You've got to really miss, not miss the points here. He said, don't be afraid. Be of good cheer. Your prayer has been heard. I can just hear the engine starting up now. Your prayer has been heard. Your prayer has been heard. Your prayer has been heard. So what's the first thing? That we learn from that story. Anybody know? 
Somebody was praying about something. His name was Zacharias. Can you imagine having the Holy Spirit speak to you and say, don't be afraid, your prayer has been heard. Can you imagine having an angel come? Well, that's what happened to Zacharias. The angel comes and says, don't be afraid, your prayer has been heard. So this is very important to start on the top line. Zacharias was praying about something. Therefore, he got God's attention. Now, let me just stop and interject something right here. There are a lot of people who pray. I think there are a lot of people who are praying out of tradition. Out of a habit. Because they were taught. They were preached to. They were raised that way. Oh, you got to pray. You got to pray. But here's the sad side of prayer. And there is a sad side, and here it is. I know people personally, who pray three hours a day. Now you would think they would be glowing. You would think they may be translated. You would think, and I'm not saying all, I'm bringing out a certain group of people, okay, a certain kind of prayers. You would think, boy, that's the person I'm going to call. That's the person I want praying for me. But there's certain people that I personally know that pray two and three hours a day. And I say this with all due respect. I would not go to them if I needed prayer. Well, why? Because they don't believe. A lot of people pray, but they don't believe in prayer. They believe in the habit. They believe in the tradition of it. But they don't believe in the power of it. Hello? Because these persons that I know are some of them... I don't want to become across judgmental. And I'm not saying there's a lot of them, but I know of a few, okay? They got incredible timed prayer lives. But every time they go around them, they're depressed. They're, they're struggling. They don't smile. Uh, I don't feel any strength or any encouragement when I'm around them. I actually feel down. Don't bring me down. They bring me down. I said, well, why in the world? What's, why is that happening? Well, and here's what the Holy Spirit taught me. And he taught me it through Luke, the first chapter of Zacharias. A lot of people pray, but they don't believe. 
a lot of people expect or a lot of people ask, but they don't expect. We are praying out of habits because it's what we're supposed to do. But deep down in, we really don't believe it's nothing's going to change. I'm going to ask you, God, but <laughs> he's been like that so long. I'm going to ask you to break the curse of drugs on my family, but it probably isn't going to happen. We don't say that verbally, but we think that mentally. You can learn so much from this little story of Zacharias. The first thing you learn is that Zacharias had been praying about something. The angel said, don't be afraid. Be of good cheer. Your prayer has been heard. And then the next scripture, the angel is going to give us the information of what he was praying about. What he was asking God for. He said this. Your, son, your wife Elizabeth is going to bring forth a son. You've been praying for a baby. And God is such a great God that he answered your prayer. You asked for a boy. And God said, I'm going to give you a boy. Your prayer has been heard. Elizabeth is going to bring forth your son. And then he prophesied the anointing, the calling on his life, the purpose and the destiny that he would fulfill. He said he's going to be great. He's going to turn the hearts of the children to the fathers, the fathers to the children. Oh, he's going to be so great. And then he went and said, and you're going to call him John. <laughs> That's so powerful. And after he was done, now remember, Zacharias started the ball rolling. It wasn't God sitting on his throne and said, all right, I'm a sovereign God. I'm going to zap Zacharias with the blessing." He hasn't been asking for this. He hasn't been praying about it. But I'm going to shock the life out of him. No, that's not the way it was. The reason why this experience has taken place, all because Zacharias prayed and asked God for something. And see, here's the other thing the Holy Spirit taught me. He said, God takes your prayer seriously, but you don't. God takes your ask seriously. He believes you want something when you ask. And so all of a sudden when I begin to think about this, the Holy Spirit started just kind of giving me these little words. God wants to heal you more than you want to be healed. God wants to bless you more than you want to be blessed. God wants to use you more than you want to be used. The problem is not God. The problem is with us. That's the problem. (laughs) 
So Zachariah was praying about something. The angel revealed it. He was praying for his wife to have a child. He even said, your prayer has been heard. You're going to get the gift that you've asked for. At the end of that message, the angel hovering in the air, prophesying to Zacharias. We should be reading in the next line, and Zacharias was slain in the Holy Ghost. We should be reading, and reading, and Zacharias fainted. We should have been reading like, and Zacharias was in a trance for the next seven days. Because, I mean, if you're, if you're hearing an answer to your prayer, and you just, oh my, with me, they would have been carting me out of there. I wouldn't, I've been so drunk in the Holy Ghost, they would have had to carry me home. Drive me home. Why? Because my Lord, wow, the prayer. <laughs> but you don't read that. You read disappointment. You read a letdown response. Because the next verse, Zechariah said, well, how is this going to happen? It's so ridiculous. How is this going to happen? Duh! You want to go pow, pow. What did you just say? I said, how is this going to happen? Say it again. How is this going to happen? What happened? My wife having a baby. Who prayed the prayer? Oh, I did. Who asked God to answer your prayer? Well, I did. Who asked God to give, you a, give him a son? Well, 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 that was me. Oh, I get it. But you don't believe anything is going to happen when you pray. You really don't believe you're going to. God, you, you probably don't even believe God hears you when you pray. Let alone is going to give you an answer. Oh, I get it. I get it. We're just all called to pray religiously. He doubted the answer to his own prayer. Wow. I think that's, that's so disappointing. And then God didn't give up. It's like God took over through the angel. And so the angel, you can read, he said, like I'm paraphrasing, but he said, come on, dummy. You started this. Come on, don't, don't abort the miracle. You prayed, God heard, and when God heard, God sent me here from heaven to tell you your prayer's been answered and the answers come on the way. Don't blow it. And then he got so intense, he said, Zacharias, I'm Gabriel. I'm Gabriel. 
I'm the highest ranking angel up there. I'm the warring angel. I'm the angel that's going to blow the trumpet when Jesus Christ returns to the earth. I mean, I'm, he didn't send no low-rank angel. God sent me to tell you. Well, how is this going to happen, Gabriel? Oh, you dummy. You're just a dummy. You're just a dumb prayer. And you pray dumb. And you play dumb now. And then Zachariah says this. I'm an old man. She's an old woman. Well then, what in the name of yellow bananas are you praying these kinds of prayers for then? What are you doing? Well, I just laying down on my recliner one day thinking about God's goodness asking for a new job. I asked him for a pay raise. I go in the next day and I get shocked. The boss looked at me and said, Dave, you're getting a $5 an hour pay raise. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I walked out thinking I'm fixing to get fired. I'm warming you up tonight. And then you could almost see the angel wanting to shake Zacharias. Come on, man, don't blow the miracle. And then the Holy Spirit taught me something else to that story. Here's what he showed me. Do you know that God's number one goal is to move, to heal, to save, to bless through your faith. He wants to partner with you. That's his first choice. Okay? That's why he answers prayer. He jumps at the opportunity to answer your prayer. Why? Because he loves to work with you. He loves to take you as his son and daughters. All right. I'm going I'm to answer your prayer. Because I know if I'm answering your prayer... I'm, I'm, I'm growing you. I'm growing your faith. You're becoming stronger in me. Oh. See, so there's two levels of God's activity. Number one, he wants to use your faith. He wants to answer your prayer. Number two is when he doesn't need you. Because he has another level called the sovereignty of God. Where he does it in spite of you. I'm old. She's old. <laughs> and the angel was like, come on, man. You're about to blow it. Look, we want you to be a part of this miracle. We want you to enjoy nine months of pregnancy. Don't blow it because God wants you singing over her belly every night. 
Don't blow it, Zacharias. Oh, this can't be. And then the next level of God come forward. The sovereignty of God. Because Zacharias was not in a place with his prayer. His faith is not, was not connected to his prayer. He was just praying words. Asking for big things but believing for nothing. And then the sovereignty of God takes over. He said, all right. Gabriel said, all right, Zacharias. Uh, you're going to be mute. If you got anything to say, you want to say it now. Because for the next nine months, you're going to be mute. You're going to, and if you're going to talk, you're going to talk sign language. Or you're going to write it down. But you're not going to speak. Why? Because I can't take, I've heard enough of your doubt. We want this thing to be enjoyable for Elizabeth. So you're going to be mute. You're not going to be able to speak until the day this miracle takes place. You had your chance, but you didn't get it. You couldn't see the forest for the trees. Okay. And the scripture says, and Zacharias was mute. Gabriel leaves Zacharias. Six months later, he goes to Mary. Mary didn't have a husband. Mary was a virgin. Mary wasn't praying about anything. <laughs> right? She wasn't praying about anything. Gabriel said, Mary... I've been sent by God to prophesy to you. You're going to bring forth a son of the living God. Mary said, but I don't know a man. I don't have a man. He said, oh, Mary, this is not going to be the doings of the man. But the Holy Ghost is going to overshadow you. Oh, by the way, Mary... Your cousin Elizabeth is six months now with child. Do you get it, Mary? The Holy Ghost is going to, okay. The Holy Ghost is going to come on me. He's going to overshadow me. Okay. Let it be to me. If this is what God wants, I embrace it. Let it be to me according to the word of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> A few days later, Mary and Martha meet. I remember Mary and Elizabeth meet. And Mary said, cousin, the Holy Ghost overshadowed me. I'm going to bring forth the Son of the living God. And John leaped in Elizabeth's womb. And he was filled with the Holy Ghost. Wow. Somewhere in the ninth month. Elizabeth brought forth that miracle boy. That her husband. Prayed for. But did not believe the answer to his own prayer. 
And the baby was born. It was a boy. Well, Elizabeth folks were there and her friends. And it was the eighth day. Time to be circumcised. Oh, but we haven't named it yet. Here's the other thing the Holy Spirit taught me. Obey God. Obey the whole word, not just part of the word. Walk it all the way through. Don't get any funny ideas. Like, I can take it from here, God. Don't do that. The baby was born, it was a boy, and what are we going to name it? Well, I think it should be Zacharias the first. Remember, Zechariah still can't talk. He's mute. He's just like that. And so they're deciding what they're going to name it. And, you know, uh, uh, Elizabeth's side speaks up. Well, I think he should be called little, little Danny boy. And so there was arguing in a mild way. And all of a sudden, Zacharias, oh, oh, Zach, what is it, Zacharias? Haven't heard from you in a long time. And he motioned for them. Oh, you want what? You want a writing pad? Yes. So the scripture says they brought him something to write on. And he wrote. Down. Three words. And when he wrote the three words, his tongue was loose. Nine months not being able to talk. But when he wrote these three words, wow. All was forgiven and forgotten. He wrote. And then turned it around. Showed. Oh. It read, call him John. Zacharias learned his lesson. Hard way. Lost his talk. Humiliated. But he learned it. I close with this. If you can come to the music. Kind of set the atmosphere, boys and girls. Going to be a mighty night. I have learned, and I think, I think that's one of the things that God likes about me. I'll step out there. <laughs> I'll just do it. And if I feel it's God, that's it. That's it. You never go wrong believing God. You never go wrong exercising your faith. But I'm, the biggest thing I've learned is this. 
If I can't carry that ball over the other line, over the goal line of my faith, quit praying. You're not going to believe for the answer. And then, and then when the answer comes, you doubt it. Why? Well, here's another reason why we doubt the answer. Because the answer is always bigger than our ask. It's always greater than what we've asked for. It's exceedingly, abundantly above all we've asked or think. It's always bigger than big, larger than large. It, it's even newer than what we thought it would be. Uh, probably one of the yeah, there's so many there's, there's a proud moment there's a proud she calls me daddy because years ago I was in ministering in uh, Connecticut Hartford, Connecticut. Hundreds, probably a couple, 3,000 people there on a Sunday morning. And I spotted a young lady. <clears throat> I think she was about 34 years old then. Young, beautiful, African-American lady. I just watched her worship. Boy, it was just it was so beautiful to watch her worship. The Holy Spirit said, call her down here. Asked her to come down. Now we're talking two or three thousand people there, and the Holy Spirit zeroes in on her. She walks down, and I said, uh, "What the Holy Spirit was impressing upon me." And I, I, the Holy Spirit said, "Ask what she do, does." I said, "What What do you do for a living?" She says, "I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I, have a, I work at a hairstyling salon." <clears throat> and when she said that, I saw a vision of her feeding the hungry. Just, and I said, do you feed the hungry? She started crying. Oh, she started weeping. Oh, yes, I, I feed the hungry every week. I go down to the park. She said, I've been doing this since Jesus saved me. was a single lady no children sold out for Jesus and then all of a sudden that prophetic kicked in and I, I told her in front of all those people I said now there's going to be a lot of doubters here but that's alright because it's just you and I if any two will agree it will be done I don't care how many doubters are here you and I if we'll agree and I said uh you're not going to be cutting hair because God has seen your faithfulness and God has raised, is going to raise you up because He can trust you. I want you to start getting sensitive to the Holy Spirit with me now. Would you please? Okay. In other words, listen, but be sensitive. 
said, uh, God is going to raise you up. I said, I said, and this was the crazy part. I said, you're going to be dealing with world leaders. It's a hairstylist. I said, you're going to be dealing with world leaders. You're going to be dealing with uh, uh, leaders from China, Africa, and I also prophesied Saudi Arabia. All these far out places. And I'm in talking to a young, young lady that was a hairstylist that loved to feed the hungry. And I said, you're going to be dealing with heads of banks from around the world. And I said, what is your name? She said, my name is Matisha Bankhead. I'm telling the truth, folks. There's no exaggeration. There's no evangelistically speaking here in this story. This is the truth. I never heard anything from her for years. All of a sudden, my office phone rings. My wonderful executive, Lisa, who's been with us so long, such a blessing, answered the call. And there was a woman hysterically speaking in tongues on the other line. She said, I need to speak to that prophet. I need to speak. I need to speak. She didn't talk in tongues. Talk in tongues. I need to speak. I need to talk in tongues. And so Lisa said, well, what is the call regarding? He prophesied over me and everything has come to pass. And so she told Lisa about it. And so Lisa said, well, Pastor, I think you should talk to her. So I talked to her. She said, I I, I can't even stop speaking in tongues. She said, it's just, I can't even explain it. I don't know how. It's like I've been translated. I don't know how this has happened. She said, everything you prophesied came to pass. She said, I've been to Saudi Arabia. The royal crown prince of Saudi Arabia is my children's godfather. She called after that, speaking in tongues again. She said, Pastor Lloyd, Yale University is hosting a World Economic Summit. I'm part of the coordinator. She said leaders from around the world, economic leaders, heads of banks are going to be there. And I have put your name in to be the head, uh, the featured speaker promise to God tell the truth she said they accepted (laughs) 
I think she got his royal highness to tell them, let him speak. Pam and I hadn't, I hadn't been up there in years. So here I am. Pam and I catch our flight. We fly to Hartford. They put us in this beautiful hotel. The, uh, the summit starts the next day, but tonight is a black tie affair with about 50 of the most powerful people in the world. And I hadn't seen that lady in 20 years. So we're going to go to the dinner. Pam and I get all dressed up. She looks better than me. I'm just glad to be by her side. Oh, my God. I, I'm just re reliving it, and it just moves me. It just, because I, just only God. <clears throat> Pam and I walk in. The maitre d' greets us, and he's just saying, just wait here, just wait here. It's the whitest room I've ever been in, Eric, in my life. It, I don't know where they got the paint. It's like you felt like you were in heaven. It was so, that room was so bright white. The walls, it's, you know, the lights. It was just so bright and gorgeous. It was unexplainable. These chandeliers, I'm standing there. And all of a sudden, while we're standing there with 50 of the world leaders of econ economics and banks, all of a sudden, I hear, ah, that's him. That's him. And I heard a sound. And I looked over in the corner, and there's this little black lady jumping up and down, screaming. And she's still speaking in tongues. Promise to God. She was speaking in tongues. In tongues. In tongues. She said, he's the reason why we're here. That's the prophet. That's why we're all here. She runs up to us. And she's crying. And she grabbed Pam and I and just hugged me straight. She said, this is why. This is all God. She said, uh, I said, well, okay. I was trying to calm her down. Because there was, was, there was Muslims there, Jews there, and she's over there speaking in tongues. And I said, "Well, where are we supposed to see?" Oh, you got your. She said, "But I want you to meet His Royal Highness first. So she's escort. She's got Pam and I, and we walked across the room, and we're heading to this gorgeous table, and I see this distinguished man from Saudi Arabia of the original House of Saud. Worth over $40 billion himself. And this was way back then. And they ain't no telling how much oil money he's got now. <laughs> and I'm, here's the truth. While I was walking over towards him, I'm saying to myself, should I bow? I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So I'm Pam and I are walking. She's leading. And, and this Morticia, when she... When she takes us to his table and I'm standing there, he leaps to his feet and grabs and put his arms around me. He said, oh, prophet, oh, prophet, I love you. That's what he said, Randy. Prophet, I love you. He called me prophet. 
said, I want you to come to Saudi Arabia. I ain't going to Saudi Arabia. No, God, God hasn't told me yet. <laughs> we ain't going to go that far now. Let's just stay here at Yale. The next day, the next day the summit started, there was the uh, there was the liaison for China, represented 10 provinces in China, Africa. I mean, these were all the movers and shakers connected with the IMF, the World Bank, and all that crazy stuff. And they introduced me. <laughs> and when, and they introduced me. <laughs> yeah, 19 kids, didn't graduate. Uh, dad died when he was nine years old. Uh, he never had bathroom in his house. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Tim Conway on the Carol Burnett show going up there. I figured, well, this is talk to myself a lot. I, when I walked up on stage, I said, you know, this is to myself. I said to myself, I said, you know, this is probably the only time I'll ever speak at Yale because after today or tomorrow when it ends I'm not going to be invited back so I may as well just give them some more I stood up on the stage with these world economic leaders and sang Amazing Grace loud acapulco and acapello this old country preacher in Illinois Pastor Phyllis he said, come on up and sing that song, Acapulco. <laughs> the next day, we had a panel. They asked me to sit on the panel. I'm sitting on the panel. The CEO of the 10th largest company in China was sitting beside me. He's on the panel. He didn't speak to me. 40 some years old and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit put me on the spot again and the Holy Spirit said tell him when he speaks not to worry he'll have no panic attack he won't stutter he won't lose his train of thought speak peace to his mind I thought, oh my God, this is the CEO of the 10th largest company in China. He looks like a genius. He doesn't look like he has panic attacks. I tapped him on the shoulder. I said, sir, I said, uh, God, the Holy Spirit. No, I, I gave the Holy Spirit. I said, the Holy Spirit wants me to tell you this. I don't even know what he believes. it was Buddhist I said the Holy Spirit said don't fear don't worry today you won't stutter you won't panic you will you will be so fluent with your thoughts and I noticed he never even said thank you he just never responded so he gets up to speak talks about his company how they give a hundred million dollars a year uh, just give it and talked about he explained the yin yang balance what you take in you must give out I thought, 
that's, that's really good. And he spoke so well. And after, after we ended the panel, Pam and I was standing there waiting to go to dinner, lunch. He walked over to me. His name is Charlie. Charlie. I think he's got a couple passports. I think he's got a Chinese name and an American name. He walked over to me. He had tears in his eyes. Pam was standing right with me. He said, I, I want to say thank you. He said, I panicked all my life. I would have panic attacks. He said, I fly all over the world speaking to corporations and he said it's the worst thing I fear he said I panicked he said I've had attacks forgot got sick he said today was the first day I've ever spoke I never lost my thought I never stuttered he's my friend today He's my friend. Stand to your feet. Everybody come and stand with me right here. Would you please just come and join me at this front? Everybody. Everybody. Have no fear. Something is going to be released tonight. Can you take me in some worship, ladies?
faithful All my life you have been so, so good Every breath that I am able I will sing of your goodness healing a man I don't know where he is but there's a man I see I see I see an accident with a tree I see some sort of an accident with a tree I don't know if you fell on the tree or the tree fell on you but if you're here tonight lift your hands let me see you you the one the man there Oh, yes, you. Come down here, my friend, if you can. All my life you have been so, so good. Lift your hands, both of you. You're going to be healed. Hallelujah. You're going to be healed tonight. Who knows Bob? Who knows Bob? Bob's being healed too. You Bob? You know Bob? Who is it? You work for him? You did? And there's a lot of Bobs that are going to be saved here. Just, <laughs> I wish I had time tell you some more phenomenal stories to build your faith, but I don't have the time. I was uh, I was just in, well, a few months ago, I was in Roto, Virginia at a great church there, and I was ministering on a Wednesday night, and all the people were up front like you folks here, and I looked at, I uh, kept walking back and forth, when I stood in front of this lady, every time I stood in front of her, I saw my daughter, Lauren, and I did it practiced it three or four times and sure enough it was a pattern and I said I said lady every time I come by you I, I hear see my daughter Lauren and she said that's my daughter's name and I said I said uh, is she here she said yeah she's right behind me and this beautiful young daughter I think she was 34 she said I'm, I'm her daughter at the, but remember what I taught you. It's poetic. It, it, you connect it. I looked at the pastor. And I said, Pastor Vanny. I said, that's prophetic of what's going to take place here in the next few weeks. Because God says there's a bunch of young couples coming to join this church. Pastor texted my wife and I about two weeks after that or less. And her headline on the text was, you can't make this up. Can't make it up. <laughs> she said, you prophesied that we were going to get Lawrence, or that we were going to get couples here. She said, that very Sunday, that very Sunday, she said, 
went to meet and greet the guests and the first couple we greet looked at us and said we're from Virginia God told us to move here young couple and Pastor Vanny said what is your name she said Lauren That's what I mean. There's going to be a lot of bobs. A lot of bobs get saved and healed. Huh? Ben. Well, that's good enough for me, too. Who are you? Mark. Okay. Lift your hands. God's going to heal you. Father, I thank you for the healing power and the healing virtue of God. And, Lord, I'm, I'm a believer. I don't waste prayers. No way. When I pray, something's going to happen. You hear me? Something is going to happen. I don't waste prayers. I don't pray religious prayers. I pray prayers of faith. And I'll tell you something else. While I'm praying right now and healing these gentlemen in Jesus' name, it's not how long you pray. It's how you pray. It's not how long you pray. It's how you pray. Jesus said, believe that you receive while you pray. And it will be done. It's done in the name of Jesus. Everybody's suffering. Would you lift your hands like you're suffering with pain in your head or cancer or whatever. I'm going to come through and I'm going to lay hands on you and God's going to heal you. Now I need a catcher because some of these people are going to fall out <laughs> because the presence of God. Oh, I got to prophesy to you. Didn't tell her this, but this is the word of the Lord for you. I preached on miracle impressions. She said, "You, God said, Pastor Nicole, that you will take your dad's ministry to the next level. It will be healing, but it will be healing of spirits, of souls. God used him to heal the bodies. God says, I'm going to use you to heal families. Does that make sense? And your husband's going to be standing right alongside of you, prophesying. I see it. I see just, I see the day's going to come when you're going to be very busy, <laughs> as if you're not busy now. But it's going to expand, the Lord says, because the Lord says you have a passion to see marriages golden, blessed. And that's where you're going to excel. That's the healing, the gift of healing. Because one of the nine gifts of the Spirit is the gifts of healing. Not gift of healing, gifts. There's physical healing. There's spiritual healing. There's mental healing. Amen? Father, I release the glory on her. When I go to a place, I keep to myself. I don't fellowship with people. I'm there as a prophet. I keep to myself. Who? 
Wow. I'm just waiting because I'm getting an impression. I'm getting an impression from the Holy Spirit. I hear Abraham. Abraham Lincoln, who knows anything about Abraham Lincoln. I don't know why. I promise to God I've never heard that before. But if you will help me put this together, lift your hand and show me. Tell me, who, who, what am I feeling? It's your what? It's my middle child. My middle child. That's his name? Is he here? I promise you, I never, well, you know I didn't know. I didn't know that was... Jesus. God's going to do a quick work in him. A quick work. Things are going to speed up. Speed up. Things are going to speed up. Speed up. He's a good young man. Good young man, but he's going to be a quick learner now. He's going to be a quick learner. Hallelujah. He's into the physical right now. But he's going to begin to be a God chaser. Because God's going to just put his... Uh, does that make sense? I'm just telling you. I'm just speaking the word of the Lord. And see, here's the other thing you learn about the prophetic. If I'm prophesying over her about her child, and you say, well, I need that about my child. Well, this prophecy is for you too. See, I don't have time, and I don't have the ability to go prophesy to everybody on this kind of a level. Do you understand? So that's what I'm saying, folks. That's why we've got to be here these next three nights. That's all I'm saying, because God is doing a work, a work in us. Oh, I bless your family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And the Lord says to confirm what I've spoken to you about relationships and marriages. Is he married? Yes, he just got married. He's a newlywed. Two weeks. Put it together. It works. Put it together. God speaking. Perfect timing of God. That is beautiful. Beautiful. Angels will visit you, Phyllis. Angels will visit you. Angels will visit you. Comfort. Hallelujah. I see angels just packed around your home. Packed around your home. And I see them in the spirit. I see them in the spirit just, just gliding through your home. They're there in your home. You'll sense them tonight. Oh. Complete the healing now. It's done. It's done. It's done. I'm just following the Holy Ghost. There's no program, ladies and gentlemen. There is no program. I'm just following the Holy Spirit. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Somebody named Karen is being healed right now. Who knows Karen? Wave your hand. God's healing you. Are you 
Can you walk to meet me? The Lord's touching you. I'll come to you. Guys, I need you with me. Take a deep breath. Oh, you're a smart lady. You're a smart lady. God's blessed your mind. God's blessed your mind. You're educated. You're retired now, I think, aren't you? What did you work at? Uh, ESC with the special children. Say that again. That with our ESC department, our special children. Was that in education? You have an anointing upon you. You have an anointing. You're an intercessor. And the Spirit of the Lord says, Pastor Nicole and Pastor Phyllis, the Spirit of the Lord says, I'm confirming what my prophet preached, taught tonight, because there's going to be miracles brought forth in this place in the next six months expect the unexpected the Lord says believe for the impossible financially physically spiritually family curses are going to be broken off hallelujah you're prophetic for it there was Mary and Martha do you have any kids? yes Three daughters? One, two daughters, one son. It's flowing down through your granddaughters, too, the Lord says. <laughs> Just flowing. Just flowing. It's done. And God has extended your life. I don't know who you are, but the Lord says, I'm the husband. You're the husband? Lift your hands. You're getting a new heart right now. It's done in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, my life, you have been faithful. You go to church here, right? Come here. Lift your hands. Hallelujah. 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 I just saw a bird fly over your head. Just saw. It's got a brown belly. Roger, 
Rodney or Robin? Uh, Roger's one of my best friends for 35, 40 years, whatever. He's a pastor out of, out of the area. Tell him that God's going to visit him and renew his health. Good. I want to pray for him. Well, the Lord said I'm healing somebody named Robin. Who is Robin? I'm not going to wait. When he starts coming, it's like a, it's like a teleprompter. <laughs> Lift your hands. You have the gift of laying on of hands. Lay hands and they will be free. That's his gift. You have that gift. Wow. I don't know, but I see God's going to bless you. I don't know what's going on, but do you hear that? That's air conditioning. If you're not, you're going to be connected somehow with a sound of air. I'm telling you right now, I just heard that in the spirit. You watch. I've been doing it for 40 years. What? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have a manufacturing company, Bell Duckwork for air conditioning. And before that... It's not about entertainment. It's not about, oh, he propped, he told him this. That's not what it's about. It's the kingdom we're dealing with here. It's about God telling you he's with you here, only believe. He's working. He's speaking. He's the same God as when Pastor Pete was here. It hasn't changed. Lord Spirit of the Lord says he's very proud of you it's going to take some stress out of you tonight you'll sleep good tonight but he's very proud of you because of your faithfulness and just very proud because he can trust you and I'm not going to say it over the mic but there's great things that are yet to happen. Very great. And the Spirit of the Lord says, you have that kingly anointing, and I'm going to take you before kings. You've laid some seed around Lima you've laid some seed around there huh and Brenham or Bremen or something like that too Bremen 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 yeah Lord I release 
the second half of his life now. I've never prophesied that before. We release the glory. Everybody who's over 50 right now, lift your hands. We're releasing the glory for the second half of your life. Because God said the glory of the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former house. Come on, give God praise. Come on, get, fill this place with praise tonight. the glory we release the glory yes Jesus oh yes yeah we'll sing of the goodness of God Take the glory as a double portion. You've had such a beautiful, beautiful, humble attitude, but now it's time to believe bigger. It's time to believe bigger. I don't know what's going on, but I see real estate. I see real estate just coming, 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 coming. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now, God's going to visit you. 
God's going to visit you. You've been asking God just to God take me deeper in the spirit. Well, here it comes. The prophetic anointing to see things in the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, you're going to meet somebody named James. Tell James, tell James. James. Wow. I don't know what it is, but it's something about... He works or something, does something... I don't know. Just... Huh? It's your friend? Jamie? Wow. Does he go to church? Here? He's here? Well, where is... Get on down here, wherever you are. My God, got to see you. Oh, 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 oh. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Oh, the next three months, the Lord says, I want you to fast. Not fast for three months, but I want you to fast. Because there's some things that have been on hold, God says, that I'm going to take my key and unlock them for you. Hallelujah. Oh, there's, yes, Lord, yes, somebody else named James, too. It's done. Somebody else named James is being blessed right now. Wave to me if you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Remember, we get bits and pieces and small parts. Huh? You're James? Do you know Andrew? Who knows? Get over here, James. You're a disciple. How old are you? I just heard Andrew was another disciple. Who's Andrew? Who knows Andrew? Who is he? Oh, wow. You need to come stand right here. I get excited when I know I'm hitting something in the spirit. And who is... Does he go to church? Okay. Tell him to stay happy. Tell him to stay happy. Tell him to stay faithful. Tell him never to feel like a nerd. Don't shoot me. I'm just picking up in the spirit. Okay, James. You're watching me? Andrew, I prophesy over you. You're blessed and highly favored of God. And God says, I'm going to take you places even in this ministry that is going to blow your mind. Yeah. Got brown hair. I see brown hair, something brownish hair. I don't know. Just that's what I see. Hallelujah. Lord, I just bless him right now. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Now, who are you standing for? Jesus in the tech room, and his name is James. And my oldest brother is Andrew. Where's Andrew? This is like, 
It's, uh, it's like sometimes I get out here, I don't know what to do anymore. I get these names in the spirit, and you know, you just say, that was 812, got to hurry on here. But God's just doing something. That's why you brought me in here. That's why Pastor Pete wanted me to come, to just confirm what he's already doing. Thank you for revival in all of our families. I wonder if anybody is bound by alcohol right now. Because if you would lift your hands, I could set you through it free through the power of the name of Jesus. But you've got to, you've got to say, Lloyd, I'd like to be free. Come on over. Make your way to where I am. Don't be embarrassed, please. We love you. This is, we're all in this together. good things I don't know if you know them but the Lord says I'm going to bless somebody named Sanders Sandy or Sanders too huh? you got a good eye the Lord says Here the Lord says you got a good eye and you're very faithful you're right handed then you're right eyed Lift your hands. God has ordered your steps. Never become impatient. Never be disappointed at yourself because God is very proud of you. Let me say it again. Never ever be disappointed at yourself because God is very proud of you. It's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Whatever you do, the Lord says, I'm going to excel you in it. I'm going to excel you. I'm going to extend your boundaries. People will be calling you because of your eye. That's what the Spirit of the Lord says. I don't know what that's about, but I don't need to know. Don't even tell me because I don't even want it. I just want to stay in the unknown because that's where you know God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 What's her name? Who are you standing in for? God's been doing miracles for James tonight. James is her son. Huh? James <laughs> had nine heart attacks and he's in line for heart surgery. This is miracle night. I don't have to lay hands on you to be healed. There's going to be there's people that are going to go to the doctor because you have a scheduled report. You have a scheduled doctor's appointment Wednesday at 2.30. You're going to get a good report. Okay? 
Some are going to go Thursday and Friday. There's tumors disappearing right now. There's absolute miracles taking place. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you for this beautiful mother's faith. The faith. The faith. Yolanda, we break the demon of alcohol off of our family. Devil, we don't come to you with a sword and a shield, but we come to you with the name of the Lord. And we break your hold in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, our children, our grandchildren are free in the name of Jesus Christ. Harabo Shara. You have a son named James. He needs to be back with the Lord. <laughs> oh, James. Lord, I thank you that in the next six weeks, there's a new harvest that's going to begin here, Pastor Nicole. A new harvest. They're coming. The Jameses are coming. The Bobs are coming. Huh? That's his name? <laughs> I'm just in the zone here. That's all. Leave me alone. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the mighty move of God. Oh, my life, you have been faithful. All my life have been so, so good. With every breath. Oh yeah, yeah. I will sing of the goodness of God. Come on, lift your hands and sing to him all my life. All my life you have been faithful. Yes. All my life you have been so You've been so Come on, sing it over your family. Sing it over your... Come on. And all my life you have been faithful. Yes, you have. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath. With every breath that I have made. This thing is real, folks. This is real. I will sing of the goodness of God. I want you to thank God for what he's doing in your life right now. Give him praise. Give him glory. Come on. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the word of prophecy over my family. I thank you that I'm strong. I'm blessed. I'm favored of God. 
I thank you that you're with me, you're leading me, you're guiding me, you're blessing me. I thank you, Lord, that I'm in covenant with you. I thank you, Jesus, that you've anointed my hands to prosper. You've anointed my feet to prosper. You've anointed my mouth to magnify the name that is above all other names, the name of Jesus Christ. I give you all praise tonight. Look, I don't want to hold you any longer. We got two more nights left. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just, Lord says that you're going to go, you're going to meet Ricky and just tell him the Lord's going to do something beautiful in his life, okay? Rick or Ricky, you'll, you'll meet him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Does that make sense? Watch it. He's going to be beautiful. Hallelujah. Like I said, I'm praying for everybody before I leave. But God is just, I have to follow Him. And uh, I don't want to just do things random. It's, and you, you know, here's the other last thing I want to say to you. This is so important because I want you to get ready to give give and support our ministry here but the one thing the Lord checked me about he said son don't ever take this for granted don't get ahead of yourself stay behind me I'm leading and I'm guiding I don't want to you know been in the ministry over 40 years and I've seen things that just is unexplainable I ministered just a while ago to this was the craziest thing but like I said I'm doing it to build your faith I was in a meeting a while ago in Tennessee and and I mentioned a country singer's name craziest thing and somebody knew him he lived close to them and it was 11 o'clock at night. And they said, they called him up. They said, you wouldn't believe it. There's a prophet that's supposed to, wants to pray for you. Him and his wife got out of bed. Drove down. Not going to mention it, who it was. But drove down. Brought their little daughter. 11 o'clock at night. And God touched them in such a way. Powerful in the Holy Ghost. Powerful in the Holy Ghost. Powerful in the prophetic. So why are you telling me that? Because I'm trying to expand your thinking. Everybody needs Jesus. We've got to get rid of all our insecurities. And we've got to sell out to this. Amen? Hallelujah. You've got to believe in it. You've got to, you've got to be bold with it. Amen? Amen? So we've got two nights left. Let's be here. I don't, I don't know what God's going to do. We're just going to flow in the Holy Spirit. I'm just happy to be here. Amen? Amen?
So I want you to get ready to give. Give an offering to our ministry. We're, we're actually building a studio because my wife and I, our next level is ministering to the world uh, through media. And that's what we're going for big time. My wife and I love to minister together and cost a lot of money and we don't have it. That's it. That's it. That's that's my that's that's the need right there. Now I, I will I will tell you this. The Bible says if you give to a prophet, you do get a prophet's reward. And the reward is prosperity. That's it. So give. If you want your business to grow, sow out of your business. I like to see Ten people give a thousand dollars. Two people give two dollars. <laughs> Just give the best you can, and God's going to bless you. Amen. That's it. I love you. I love you, Pastor Nicole. I love you. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I'm going to give you time. Get back to your seats. We want to be sure that we leave. Mr. Bustard with a good offering for his house. Amen. So a couple ways you can give here at Only Believe. You can actually give on the Church Center app. For those of you that have that, you can just click on the Lloyd Bustard tab for guest speaker. You can text to give. You can give cash, check, debit card, whatever you want. Well, look, Bob's beating us to the bucket. Thank you, Bob. Everybody knows your name, Bob. I'm expecting Bob's and James to come to the church. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for the wonderful things you've done tonight. Father, we thank you for a confirming word, not a confusing word. Father, we thank you that you have confirmed and established this church. And the work that you've began, Father, is only just beginning. Father, I thank you for blessing families, Father, as we go tonight. Father, give us strength and energy tomorrow to do our work. And Father, return tomorrow night with a visitor in hand. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Bless our offering as we give it. Father, as we give, you said you would give it back to us, pressed down, shaken together. And Father, we claim that prophet's reward. In Jesus' name, amen. Bring your offering tonight. And we'll see you tomorrow night at 7 p.m.